What's going on everyone? Um, I wanted to make this, uh, actually I accidentally uh, hit the button and start recording while I was writing some notes I wanted to cover, uh, but I'm gonna take this as a sign that I'm actually gonna make this. So um, I'm calling this for now, can you deal with high altitude? And what I mean by altitude is not like high altitude training, you know, training the mountains and whatnot where it's harder to breathe because the air is thinner, but the altitude of growing your gym, right? Of growing your business. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because the amount of times that I get asked about bottlenecks and scaling a business or the difficulty of scaling a business or the trials personally, professionally of scaling a business, it's almost every single day. And like today I had two conversations, one with a woman um, who's doing about six million a year, uh, has four kids. And uh, she was talking to me about the, the, the struggle that she's having in terms of balancing her priorities. And I had another call with um, a smaller business owner who was doing you know, probably half a million a year. Um, and the thing that was interesting is that the way that they were talking to me was exactly the same. And to be candid with you, it's the same way that I would talk to you is that the air only gets thinner, the higher you go. And so if you're constantly reaching for growth, you will always be out of breath. And like, I just want that to sink in because like people look to me so many times for the answers. And this woman who was doing six million a year was like, I just want to talk to you about this and I want to know like the solution. And I was just like, you will literally never stop feeling this way as long as you want to grow. And the things that like, well, then the question is like, how do I stop feeling overwhelmed as I continue to grow the business? Right? So if you're feeling overwhelmed, what do you do? And the actions around that um, for me, and this is what I instruct both of the people that I was talking to, both were feeling overwhelmed at very different parts of their business, right? Is first understanding what your plan B is. And so, as I have grown in business and skill sets, my plan B has changed. The base floor of my building has elevated, right? And the reason for that is because like in the beginning, I had no real skills, right? And so my base floor, like I was like, if my gym fails, I'm gonna drive Uber and strip. This was genuinely my plan B and I knew I could do, I could make hundred grand a year doing that and I could start doing something else after I saved the money. That was genuinely my plan B. Once I learned how to make the gyms and I knew how to sell, I knew that selling was going to be my plan B because I had learned the skill of sales. And so I was like, I can go to a car dealership and I can make a quarter million a year doing sales, just hustling. I know I can do that. And so that became my new base of the building. And as, and as you continue to grow, it goes higher and higher and higher. Right. And so now I can very, I can very comfortably say that like we'll be fine because of the skills that we've acquired. Now what's interesting about that is that if you think right now to yourself, what, like, think right now, those of you who are gym owners, right, maybe multiple location, whatever it is, how difficult would it f be for you to go back in time with the skills that you have now and manage a personal training business, like for yourself, like just be a personal trainer, right? Probably wouldn't be that hard, right? You'd be like, I could do that, I could just walk in the park, right? Because you've developed the lungs, right? And I bet you that when you started that business, you felt like you were hustling and dying. Right, because it was difficult for you at that time because the skill set that you had was not good enough. Right, it felt like a stretch to get to where you are now, but now you have the you have the lung capacity to breathe thinner air. And so when you go back down to baseline, the air is thick. You can run for miles and you don't get tired. Right, and so as you continue to go up the mountain, the air only gets thinner, and the competition gets fiercer. The problems you have get harder. The decisions that I make when I make mistakes are bigger. I remember when I made my first $50,000 mistake and I was like, wow, that was expensive. 
I can tell you two mistakes this year that now at this level in business have cost me over a million and a half dollars each. Real mistakes, right? The game just elevates. The poker chips just become different colors that you're playing with. So like the pressure doesn't go away. And so if you, if you feel overwhelmed, understand one, what's your plan B? One, you know that you can always, like knowing what your plan B is, what the base of your building is can always give you peace because you're like, I'm okay. All of this is a game I choose to play. I'm choosing to climb this mountain, which is one of the discussions I had with the mother who was, who was doing six million a year. I was like, you're choosing to climb this mountain. Like, this is your choice. You don't have to make it this hard. You can go down to three million a year and it'll feel like a walk in the park. Right? But she's like, I want to grow up. And I was like, I get that. But understand that that's your choice. Right? And so for everyone who's listening, you have a choice. You don't have to grow if you don't want to. If it's a trade-off that you're not willing to make, that's fine. But just be okay with that. And be okay with the fact that like your stretch isn't going to be in this area of your life. The next part about going up in the elevation in terms of dealing with high altitude is like, can your spouse or partner deal with the altitude? Can they come with you as the air gets thinner? Or are they going to pull you down? Are they someone who's helping you? Are they neutral? Or are they hurting? Right? A lot of times, like, the things that are stopping people in their business have nothing to do with their business. Most times, in fact, it has nothing to do with their business. Most business problems are straightforward, right? It's the personal shit that gets in the way, which is probably why the number one, like, most watched or downloaded podcast is the Entrepreneurial Golden Resource, which is attention, right? Is that they have other things they're bringing to the table. The, the smaller businesswoman that I talked to, she had all of these other things that happened in her life. Well, no wonder the business was stressful because she had no attention left over for it. And so small tasks seem insurmountable, right? It takes more effort for them to happen. The mother of four, she has an entire family. She's got to do all this stuff for it. And she's got another side, another business that she's running. Like, it's unbelievable. And I'm, and I'm impressed. But when I see someone who's operating at that level, all I can think of is, Man, if you just had one business, you'd do so much better, right? Because like it's just the attention, right? You got you're splitting your attention, you're still able to operate at this level. Man, if you just had one thing to focus on, you'd crush it. Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads, I don't do sponsorships, I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. And so that was ultimately kind of the last thing that I wanted to leave you with was, so when you're feeling these, these, these moments of overwhelm, first, understand that it's your choice to climb this mountain. We choose to be in the arena, we choose to play the game, we choose to get bloodied up, and we choose to keep going because that's who we choose to be, right? And the game never ends, right? Everyone thinks they're gonna win, there is no winning. I'm telling you, there is no winning. I have more money than I will need for the rest of my life, there is no winning, right? The game is infinite. The point of the game is to keep playing. And so if you understand that that's the point, then you need to recalibrate how you view the game because there is no winning, you're going to keep playing and so you have to think about is how, how do you want to play, right? If you're going to stay in, right? And not get beat out. And the only way you get out is by choosing out. Most gyms don't fail because, in fact, most businesses don't fail because they run out of money. 
Most businesses fail because the entrepreneur gives up. They, they say, this is too hard. There's too much shit. This isn't worth it. I just don't feel like making this sacrifice for this outcome anymore. And that's the point where the business fails most times. And so if you're in that vice, right, you feel the pressure, what can you do, right? What can you do? First is understand your plan B. Second, stop doing everything that doesn't make you money. Everything that you feel like you have to do, stop. The easiest way to do this is list out all of the stuff that you have in your brain. If you feel overwhelmed, it's because you have lots of variables in your head and you have, un you have decisions that have not been made and they're partially decided and you keep changing them because variables change, right? And that's why you can't have clear outcomes. Put all of them on the piece, like on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard, on whatever, right? And then arrange them and organize them into categories. And then once you see them, all of a sudden the problems and the noise in your life will start going down. I do this regularly. I download stuff on my whiteboard. And that's what you usually see in the background is I, have a, I start getting stressed and I mind dump, right? Then circle only the things that actually make you money. Not what you think that makes you money. Not the things that's good for you. That's good for the blah, 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 branding, whatever. The stuff that feeds you. And then erase everything else. And give yourself permission to just do that. That's it. Nothing else. Because when the air gets thinner, you have let your vision gets foggy and you have to focus on fewer things. And what I can tell you is that the higher up I go and the more guys I talk to who are higher up in the mountain, what you can see across the board is singular focus. Is they know exactly what they're doing and the one thing they're focused on from a strategic perspective as an individual, as a company, is they're focused on one thing. We're not gonna beat them in X, Y, and Z, but we're gonna be the best at this. That's what we're gonna focus on. And so one of the signs of a new entrepreneur is because they have a million ideas and they just wanna vomit their ideas on you, right? Zillion things that they wanna do. All of this potential, great. You have vision, so does everyone. Ideas are easy. Implementation is hard. And so what you have to do is develop the discipline to say no. And that is what allows you to climb the mountain and be able to breathe and not suffocate because it gets thinner and harder the higher up you go. And so um, all that to say, if it feels hard, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're not succeeding. In fact, it might mean you are succeeding because it feels hard for me all the time, right? It feels hard every day and that's okay because that's part of the game and we choose to play. And so if you are not sure what's gonna happen, you're stressed, know your plan B, know what it is so that you can believe that you're gonna be okay no matter what, and then look at all the shit that you have to do, cut out everything that doesn't make you money and just focus on that. And then be abundantly clear with the spouse or partner that you have that this is what you are going to do and these are the trade-offs that you're willing to make and make sure that they are aligned with that. And if you can do that, you will be able to breathe more easily and adapt to that new level. And that is how you are able to get to that level in a point where then you start getting bored there. And then your lungs, you're like, I can keep running here for a while. This isn't really stimulating anymore. And then what do you do? Inflict more pain upon yourself and try and grow. And we do this over and over again because we're entrepreneurs, because we're addicted to it. We're addicted to the pain, we're addicted to the struggle, and maybe you aren't, but I am. And so anyways, that's for you. Um, 
And so I guess the question I'll leave you with is, can you deal with high altitude? Lots of love. Have an amazing Monday. I'll catch you guys soon. All right. Uh, for all my people, be on Thursday, emergency webinar, diagnostic sale. Sick. It's awesome. Be on it. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Leave a comment too. That'd be nice. All right.